Hi, you've reached Cassandra Saramiga. I'm not able to... Can she send me the voicemail? I'm going to try one more time. What is she doing? What could she possibly be doing? Hi, Boo-Boo. Hi, do you have a second? I do, yeah. We're just playing trivia, so I had a... It was calling through the computer, and I was... Oh, oh, so it was all weird. But yeah, what's up? Um, You're on the line with the um the other accident. Hello, hello. Is this about Hi. the May sponsorship? It is about the May sponsorship. You are being live recorded. Do you have a quick shout out for the fans? I love the two accident fandom. Um, what else to say? I just thought of it yesterday or Monday when I was, well, yeah, yesterday was Monday, um, about what I wanted to be my um, like focus for the month, but I haven't decided yet. That's all right. You have time to think about it. Just um, wanted to give you a chance to g- give a quick shout out and um, to thank you for being our sponsor of the month. Well, I would just like to make a quick shout out for Teacher Appreciation Day to one of the accidents and who happens to be my favorite teacher as well. Oh, thanks, Boo. Uh, happy thank Teacher you. Appreciation, Abby. Thank you. Did you decide to go with a coffee or a beer? What kind of day was it? Um, with coffee, actually. Yeah. It, yeah. It, needed something to revive me that's something that's what your your body was was needing in the moment yes all right well fan of tapatio we're gonna sign off with you thank you so much for being this the sponsor of your beautiful birth month we appreciate you. uh gemini's rule <laughs> all right over and out good luck with trivia love you guys love you cc love you She's a daughter of her sister. She's a sister of her mother. They have one thing in common. Two accidents with no purpose. Well, Aunt Julie, we're so excited to be doing some sort of little mini episode, a little bonus to accidents. What a treat. Um, Do you want to tell the fans what today's mini episode is all about? Yes, I do. We are going to do a storytelling episode. So today, Abby and I wanted to ask any and all of our fans to record themselves telling their favorite story. Send it in and we're going to compile them all in the greatest storytelling episode ever to hit the podcast airwaves. So watch out, NPR. Watch out, exactly. Story in the round has nothing on this. So if you would like to record your favorite story, contact Abby and I either directly or on Instagram, and you can just record it on your phone and send it to us. If you could please send it to us before the end of the month, before May 31st, we will compile them all and then release an amazing storytelling episode in June. That's right. So if you've maybe had a supernatural encounter, if you have a family story, a family legend, maybe you had a weird job and you want to tell us about things that happened in it. um, We want any and all of your stories. So the weirder, the funnier, whatever it is, send it to us. Um, Like Anjuli said, either on our Instagram at two accidents, no purpose, or you can just send it to us individually. Um, We are looking forward to hearing your guys' stories. 
And we're super excited about this little tiny spinoff that we're going to do of the storytelling episode. We had been batting it around for a little bit. And then actually, I think during the episode with Jake, when he had a couple stories that we were like, yeah, we, we need to put these things down. We need to lay these tracks down for these stories. We do. Yeah, we were batting around in the in the exec room together. <laughs> the big with the big mahogany table, <laughs> aka my laundry basket. And my bed. <laughs> so, Abby, do you have a favorite story you want to share? I mean, you know, this is something I always struggle with. I feel like I have experiences and stories to share, but it's hard to think of them off the top of my head. But I do want to spin a little yarn for you that happened when I was living abroad in the south of Chile. So I lived in a region that was really well known for its volcanoes, its mountains, its national parks. It was just like geographically a beautiful place. But there wasn't as much infrastructure surrounding these parks like we have in the United States. It wasn't as common for Um, people to go and visit and spend time in those areas. And so there wasn't bus lines or really good public transportation to get there. So I was asking my host mom, I was like, I really want to go visit this national park. It's probably 45 minutes away from this town I was living in. I was like, but how do I get there? And she goes, and mind you, my host mom was one of the most protective women and mothers I have ever lived with. Like if I was barefoot in the home, she would go find slippers for me to wear. If it was like, if I was home, like five minutes past when I told her I would be, she would be calling me. So this woman was like very concerned about my well-being and safety. And so I asked her, I was like, how can I get to this national park? And she goes, oh, you can just hitchhike there. <laughs> and I was like, come again. And she goes, oh yeah, just stand on the side of the road and put your thumb out and just tell people where you want to go. But I was like, okay. So another volunteer, Danielle, who was one of my really good friends there, was visiting me in my town for the weekend. And I told her this. I was like, let's go to this national park. Like my host mom says, we can just hitchhike there. And she was like, okay. So we take a bus to the town nearest to the national park. So by that point, we're probably 20 minutes from the park entrance. And we are standing on the side of an interstate with our thumbs out, just two white girls trying to hitchhike to the national park. And surprisingly, I think it's much more common in that part of the world. And I think that people weren't surprised to see us doing it. So multiple people would stop, ask us where we were going. They weren't headed that way. They were going in a separate direction. So we stood there for probably 30 minutes feeling like damn fools. So we were like, no one is going to take us to this park. Like, what are we going to do when this tiny, like tin can of a car pulls up and these two guys are in the front and they're like, where are you guys headed? And we told him and he's like, well, I can't get you to the park, but I can get you to the road that will get you to the park. So we're like, okay, that's better than nothing. We'll, we'll get us part the way there. So we get in the car. We're talking to the guys. It's probably 10 a.m. And we look up front and both of them, driver included, are just chugging some beers. And we're like, okay. So not only are we in a stranger's car, but we are just booze cruising on our way to this national park. And so they hand us a couple beers. We're drinking with them. We share our pretzels. We're just having a damn good time. And they drop us off at the road nearest, like the road connected to the road that we needed to get to. And they're like, yeah, it's a couple miles up that way. And we're like, okay. And we're like, that's kind of a long way just to walk on this road, but at least it's better than nothing. So we start walking. This other guy pulls up and he goes, oh, you guys headed to the park? And we're like, yeah. And so he gives us a ride to the actual park. And we're like, oh, this is amazing. Like we're so much closer. And he told us as he was dropping us off, he was like, just be careful. Like, there's not a lot of traffic in this national park and you might get stuck here. 
<laughs> we're like, okay, like there's absolutely no cell service. There's no way out of this park except for hoofing it back to that main interstate. And we're like, okay, like we got to make sure we don't get like stranded out here. So we spend the day in the park. It was beautiful. It was lovely. And we go hiking, we see the sights and we start walking back and we're kind of nervous. because we're like, we didn't see anyone in the park. We're like, okay, like we really hope that there's a way for us to get back home. Luckily we get back to the parking lot and there's a car there with a very nice family having a little lunch in like the bed of their truck. And we start talking to them and they're, and I was like, yeah, we're trying to get back to Victoria. And they're like, oh my gosh, we live in Victoria. We're like, what? Like this tiny, tiny town. And they're like, yeah, we can give you a rise a ride. Like no problem. So this family makes us sandwiches, feeds us lunch, hangs out with us for a half hour. There's like having a good old time, make their son sit in the bed of the truck so that there's space for us in the car and drop us back off at my front doorstep. And it was a lovely, lovely day. And I was very glad that we did not get stranded in the park and that the three people we hitched rides from were all super lovely individuals. And that is the story of the first and only time I have successfully, successfully hitchhiked. Well, that your little um, traveling angels were right there with you. They were. It was a lovely day. It was a lot of fun. And that's actually perfect because we've been talking about geography this season. So we yeah. to nail the theme. Gotta, yeah. I just gotta stay, stay true to it. Right. Yes. Um, but do you have a, a yarn you want to spin for? I, I do. I debated a little bit. Um, but since it's the month of May, I'm going to tell a story that something that happened during May. So this is not a <laughs> traveling story, but it's yeah. a May story. <laughs> okay. So the Strawberry Music Festival happens at the end of May every year over Memorial Day weekend. And it used to be right outside of Yosemite in a place called Camp Mather, which is this really, really cool old family camp owned by the city of San Francisco. And over Memorial Day, the Strawberry Music Festival would take it over and people, you just camp everywhere. It's really, it's really great. And this is quite high up in elevation. And a lot of times in May, it can be quite cold. Like, I remember one year there was a little snow and we woke up in the morning and someone had wrote Burberry on the snow on their car instead of mm -hmm. strawberries. So we started calling it Burberry in, in May. So there was one, this one particular year was quite rainy and, and cold. And so we were getting ready to go down to the main music at night. And I, for the, one of the things I had made for this particular weekend was a light suit and had been inspired by some dancers during the Super Bowl that year. And they mm -hmm. had these black, like one piece things that had all these lights on them that lit up and like pulsed to the music. And I was like, well, obviously this is my hobby now. So I made a light suit and it had an outline of a stick figure on the front In the back. It had Saturn and I think it had a strawberry too. So I get the light suit on. It's really, really dark up there. So it was really fun to dance around in the light suit because you could kind of see it from a long ways. And it was very, so we'd had a really great night. And it was time to go back to um, the camp. And I had been out dancing in the crowd. And so I kind of scooped through where we had been before. And I grabbed my backpack, went back to camp. We actually went out to some late night stuff, went back to camp again, went to bed. I woke up in the morning and I was like, ooh, do I ever need a cup of coffee? which when you're camping, it can take 20 minutes to make a cup of coffee. And it was really cold. So I thought I'm going to splurge. I'm just going to grab some money and go down to, to buy a cup of coffee. So I grab my backpack and I open it up and take my wallet out. And it is not my wallet. 
nor is it my backpack. Oh, no. I have stolen someone's backpack from the Music Meadow. It has their eyeglasses in it. It has their ID, their credit cards, their cash, their jacket, everything. So I'm feeling like a real big delinquent. And on top of that, I don't have my own backpack. So my own wallet, my ID, my credit cards, and my cash are not in the camper with us. So I grab somebody. I think it actually might have been Uncle Gary. I'm like, will you walk down and just help me try to return this backpack to the point that we just felt terrible. I'm like, this woman, it was a woman's backpack. She's probably been up all night wondering who stole her backpack. So we kind of go down to the area where the camp people are like the little camp office and it's a lost and found area. And so I'm filling out what I had found to give to them like this description. And also they can try to contact this person and we look and they don't have my backpack. And so we're walking out. I'm like, Oh, what am I going to do? And then (laughs) uncle Gary says, Hey, isn't that your backpack? And just sitting out in the middle of the music meadow. And there's not a single person in the music meadow in the morning is my black backpack (laughs) probably right where I had left it. Pick it up. Everything was in there. Wow. So very much lucked out. Um, felt really terrible about the other person's backpack. I had temporary st- temporarily stolen, but eventually they went to Lost and Found and picked it up because we checked the next day and it had been retrieved by its rightful owner. Oh, good. You know, I would count that as a travel story because you were traveling to Strawberry for that. Oh, there we go. Yes. I'll count it. And, you know, when you travel and you pick up your bags at baggage claim, they say, Bags often look alike. Please check tags. Well, you know what? They're not joking. Cautionary tale. (laughs) Check the tags. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, all's well. That ends well. Yes. Oh, man. I that's been on my list for a while. I would love to get to go to to Burberry some year. Yeah, hopefully next year it'll be back on. Super fun. Well, great story, Angela. Thank you for sharing. Um, And like we said earlier, please, please, please send us your stories. Um, casserole Anne, I would like to make a special request that you submit your Pier One story because it makes me giggle every time that you tell it. So that's my one special request for our episode. Um, but everyone else, please send in some some ideas and stories to us, and we will compile them into one big fat storytelling episode. All right, thank you, Abby. Uh, bye bye.